Yeah, Moonla. You're listening to Caro Caramon EV, Caro Caramon, the English version. This podcast talks about the representation of the Caribbean in cinema and television. You can check out my website, carocaramon.com, for more info. I'm your host, Patra M, and this is episode 5, part 2. I hope you guys had a fabulous week. Today we are talking about the film Quava Island. It's an American film directed by Hiro Murai. It was released in 2019 on Amazon Prime. If you still haven't watched it yet, here's the plot. Denny is a young musician. He lives with his girlfriend, Kofinovia, whom he's been in love with since childhood. He seeks to hold a music festival to liberate the oppressed people of Guava Island, even if only for a day. Guava Island is good entertainment, but to me it symbolizes everything I don't like about the representation of the Caribbean in mainstream pop culture, and I'm going to explain why this representation is problematic to me. It's time for some Caribbean connection. The Caribbean Connection segment is to discuss how a movie makes me reflect on my identity as a black woman, as an Afro-Caribbean woman, and where I stand in this world. Disclaimer, I know the Caribbean isn't a region only made of islands. I know some parts of, some parts of the American continent are in what we call the Caribbean. However, The film Guava Island is about an island. So even if I say the Caribbean today in this context, keep in mind that I'm talking from the perspective of people living on an island and not on the continent. In French cinema, the Caribbean is just this natural paradise created to be exploited by white people. The black people who live there are poor and barely civilized in French cinema. Like um, I think I mentioned it in episode three. There's this French movie called All Inclusive. It was shot in Guadeloupe about a year and a half ago, and it was released in 2019. The few black people on the screen were either hotel employees or gangsters. And this is basically how black people are represented in French cinema. American cinema gives us two kinds of representation of the Caribbean. It's either this far away paradise where only black people live in poverty and need to be saved by someone from North America. I mean, I... In recent years, what comes to my mind is the Fast and Furious franchise, 
or King of the Dancehall by Nick Cannon. The other representation is this faraway paradise where only black people struggle and when they do manage to escape and settle somewhere else. Their culture and their traditions are used for comic effects or they're compared to the North American culture and this comparison is to show that Caribbean people are less. Maybe the word civilized would be a bit too strong so let's let's say Caribbean people are seen less sophisticated. The most recent example that comes to my mind is the first season of the series She's Gotta Have It with the character of Shanika who was from Jamaica. And Guava Island fits right into all the negative stereotypes of representation of the Caribbean. First of all, I don't get why Guava Island is called Guava Island. There's no guava inside. The true wealth of the island is blue silk, not fruits. The names of Caribbean islands have a meaning and come from the way the Amerindian people I think, yeah, Amerindian people would call these lands. I mean, Karukirama is from the word Karukira, which for the Kalinago people would mean, allegedly, island of beautiful waters. So why the name Guava Island? I, you know, never mind. It's, it's not even that important. I... What makes me uncomfortable with this stereotype of just naming an island after a tropical fruit you don't even see once on screen is, you know, it, it's just a lack of context. This lack of contextualization gives the impression that Caribbean people have no history and no culture. This lack of contextualization reinforces the dehumanization of Caribbean people. That's why I I was over Danny's character like 15 minutes into the film when he says we live in paradise but none of us has the time or the means to live here. We work hard we deserve a day off. He isn't about starting a revolution to change the system. What he wants is to give people a mean to put up with the system. So if you listen to him, as long as they have a day off, does it mean everything is fine? Does it mean that it's okay for the Red family to exploit the the people of the island but i'll come back to this later the real first lack of the lack of contextualization that makes me uncomfortable every time is the lack of spatial contextualization the animated segment that tells the beginning of the story with rihanna doing a voiceover is cute it's very cute the fairy tale more like the the myth she tells is nice but it's just like 
Guava Island is just some land in an ocean. Which ocean? We don't know. Which continent is the closest? We don't know either. Are there any island nearby? We don't know either. And honestly, it wouldn't have mattered to me if everything was fictional. But not everything is fictional because they talk about America. So if America exists, so <laughs> which countries do Guava Island trade with so the Red family could become so rich? We don't know. So Guava Island is like Wakanda. You kind of know where it is, but only a few people know where it's actually located. True fact, a lot of French people think Guadeloupe and Martinique are located next to Africa and not in the Caribbean. On the other hand, they can locate some about some... Okay, I, I don't know how you would pronounce it in, in English. Saint Barthélemy, Saint Barthélemy Island. Uh, they know it's in the Caribbean because many celebrities spend their vacations over there. So Saint Bart is to France kind of what the Bahamas are to the US. My point is pop culture usually presents the Caribbean as one huge island and the differences of location that would explain the cultural differences are ignored just for the sake of comparison it's like saying that every city in the u.s is either like los angeles or nyc it's a false perception films and tv shows shot in miami in New Orleans, in Detroit, in Atlanta, show the diversity in the same country. And the Caribbean have the same kind of diversity. Guava Island was shot in Cuba. I didn't know it. But as soon as the film began, I knew that it was Cuba because it showed the same outdated representation of Cuba that I've been seeing since the 90s. And this brings me to the lack of temporal contextualization. You don't know if Guava Island takes place in the 50s or in 2018. Technology is barely present. So again, it gives the impression that we are less civilized. There's nothing wrong with living in a village in the countryside and using the bare minimum of technology. My point here is that it's the only representation of the Caribbean that we get. It's never about the human life or the other modern architecture never so it feels like guava island is living out of space and out of time which would be fine if we had other kinds of representations to highlight the the diversity in the caribbean pop culture presents 
the Caribbean as Jamaica or Cuba and that's it. The cultural and historical references we have in common are rarely linked together and this is something that really confused me with this film. It uses cultural references from everywhere without giving us a context and this is what we'll talk about in the next Caribbean Connection. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carucaramo. Don't hesitate to share your thoughts about the episode. You can also check out my website carucaramo.com where you can find all the info about the episode. See you next week. Ciao, Bered.